There's power in the name of. There's healing in the name of. There's salvation in the name of. The Bible says that demons tremble at the sound of that name. Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Nkepo of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Intefo is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now, here's today's message. Appreciate the presence of the Holy Spirit. Thank you very much. Yesterday, the Holy Spirit told us to wait for our season because it will surely come. Like a kind examiner, Bishop Petelfo yesterday told us the Pasco that was going to drop today, which is that the anointing will break the yoke. So I really hope you brought your bottle of oil with you. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Well, in the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bishop Interfol is known as the Vice Chancellor of the Anakazo Bible and Ministry Training Center. Locally and internationally, he is known as the convener of the Church Growth Conference. But to us in the Bread of Life Cathedral, we know him as the man who in October, like that angel that went down to stir the waters, or like that, the Spirit of God that stirred Samson at times in the camp of the Israelites, that he comes to bring a stirring, that brings a certain anointing upon our lives to usher us into the latter part of the year. So if you are ready for that anointing, you are ready for a move of the Spirit. Stand to your feet. Put your hands together. Welcome the Bishop Emmanuel Lewis in temple. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. Well, we want to thank the Lord for another opportunity to be here. How many of you are grateful that the Lord has brought us tonight? And uh, once again, I want to appreciate one of the greatest servants of God in this country. And in the Lighthouse family, the Bishop Edwin Morganogo. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful man of God. Hallelujah. And uh, I want you to continue to love him and love his dear wife and work with them and pray for them 
and that is uh, such a wonderful thing also to see all of you uh, here working and serving the Lord. Amen. Lift up your hands. Oh, yes. Begin to speak to the Holy Spirit. Abra. Abra. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands and speak to the Holy Spirit. Let's see, let me see. You may be seated. 
from off thy shoulders and his yoke from off thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing give the Lord a shout somebody sit down chapter 10 from verses 1 to 23 God talks about the different problems that the Assyrians had brought upon the children of Israel but from verse 24 look at it God promised now to come to destroy this yoke he said, therefore, thou said the Lord God of hosts, O my people that dwelleth in Zion, be not afraid of the Assyrian. He shall smite thee with a rod, and shall lift up his staff against thee, after the manner of Egypt. For yet a very little while, and the indignation shall cease. And my anger in their destruction. And the Lord of hosts shall stir up a scourge for him according to the slaughter of Midian at the rock of Oreb. And as his rod was upon the sea, so shall he lift it up after the manner of Egypt. And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden, the burden of the Assyrians on the on the Israelites shall be taken from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck and the yoke that the Assyrians have put upon my people shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Luke chapter 13 Luke chapter 13 from verse 11 and behold there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself that was a yoke she had been the yoke of a demonic power for 18 years. And when Jesus saw her, and Jesus was the anointed one, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou 
art loose from that infirmity. In other words, you are loose from this yoke. And look at it. Verse 13. And he, and he laid his hands on her and immediately, and immediately, she was made straight and glorified God. The yoke was destroyed. Tonight, we are talking about the anointing shall destroy the yoke. The anointing shall destroy or the anointing will break the yoke. Hallelujah. Now what is a yoke? A yoke is an oppression. Something that oppresses you, keeps you down, takes over, doesn't allow you to be free. A yoke is subjection. A yoke is slavery. Slavery. Anything that keeps you under its command, under its instructions, moves you around, restricts your movement, causes you to do things that you don't want to do, sends you around anyhow. That is a yoke. Slavery. A yoke is a burden. It's a burden. A yoke is a chain. It's a chain. A yoke is limitation. A limitation. A stumbling block. So, in our lives, many of us here, in our lives, have not been able to make progress. Move forward. Become what we have to become. Develop. Because of a yoke in our life. There is something which has become a barrier. A stumbling block. Something that oppresses you. Something that suppresses you. Something that has been keeping you under subjection. A chain in your life. There seems to be a chain that does not allow you to go as fast as you want to go. As long as you want to go. The extent to which you want to push. There seems to be a chain. A burden. A heaviness. Something in your life. Something upon your life. Something surrounding your life. That is a yoke. But the good news today is that the yoke shall be destroyed because, not because you are nice. Not because somebody is bringing you money. Not because of your connections. Not because somebody in your family is very powerful. But the yoke shall be destroyed tonight. Every yoke upon your life. Every yoke in your life. Every limitation. Every stumbling block shall be destroyed because of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And if you are here and you are happy about what I'm saying, I want you to clap your hands, lift up your voice, and give Jesus a shout of victory. anointing. Because of the Holy Spirit. Every yoke in your life is disappearing after tonight. There is enough power tonight to destroy, to break, to pull down, to place
disseminate, to annihilate, to destroy, to set you free from every limitation, any stumbling block, any burden, any chain in your life in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, He that lived, He that is alive, He that will live forever, that power of the Holy Ghost will destroy the yoke in your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Sit down. The children of Israel in Egypt experienced the yoke of oppression, subjection, and servitude for 430 years. For 430 years, they were in servitude and subjection to the Egyptians. They built treasure cities called Pitoms and Ramses without being paid. By the commandment of the new Pharaoh, he said, make their burdens heavier. The Bible said that their lives were bitter. I'm talking about the people of God. I'm talking about the people of God. Look at Exodus 1. Exodus 1 from verse 7. From verse 7. And the children of Israel were fruitful and increased abundantly and multiplied and waxed exceeding mighty. And the land was full with them. Now, there arose up a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. The old Pharaoh knew Joseph. Because God had used Joseph to be a blessing. But a new one had come. We didn't know Joseph. Continue. And he said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Come on. Let us deal wisely with them. Let they multiply and come to pass that when they fall at any war, they join also unto our enemies and fight against us and, and so get them up out of the land. Therefore, they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them. To afflict them with their burdens. And they built for Pharaoh treasure cities, pitoms and ramses. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. And they were grieved because of the children of Israel. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve with rigor. Eh? And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage in mortar and in brick and in all manner of service in the field. All their service wherein they made themselves was with rigor. They made their lives bitter. Amen. And this went on for many, many, many years. But God saw this yoke. Every yoke in your life has been noticed by God. Look, God is paying attention from today to that yoke. Can I have an amen? And he descended, God descended with great power and broke the yoke through the anointing on Moses' life. Hallelujah. 
in Exodus 3, 1 to 12, God revealed himself to Moses and sent him. He said, go and tell Pharaoh, let my people go and serve me. And in verse 20, look at verse 20. And in verse 20, alright, and God said, I will stretch out my hand and smite Egypt with all my wonders which I will do in the midst thereof. And after that, he will let you go. I will stretch out my hand. Tonight, the hand of God. When God says, I will stretch my hand, it means I will release my power. I will release my anointing. Tonight, God is releasing his anointing to break, to destroy every yoke in your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, listen to me. In Isaiah chapter 59 and verse 19, the Bible says that, and when the enemy shall lift himself against you like a flood, the Spirit of God shall lift up a standard against it. Hallelujah. Now watch this. Watch this. God says, when the enemy comes against you, I'll lift up a standard against it. That word standard in the Hebrew, it means to vanish. It means to vanish. So God, what God is saying is that when the enemy rises up against you, whatever problem he brings, by the stirrings of my spirit, when my spirit rises up, it will cause that problem to vanish. Tonight, your barrenness will vanish. The chronic disease in your life will vanish. Whatever has been fighting against you shall vanish because of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Lift up your voice and shout, Yes! Hallelujah. Uh, God gave Moses power or anointing to break the yoke. When Pharaoh refused to let Israel go, God told Moses he would deliver them with a strong hand, which is a mighty power. Look, look, look at Exodus chapter 6. Exodus chapter 6. Then the Lord said unto Moses, Now shall thou see what I will do to Pharaoh. For with a strong hand shall he let them go. And with a strong hand shall he drive them out of his land. Tonight, there's a strong hand that is going to work for you. The strong hand of God is being released in your life. The power of God, the power of God, the anointing of the Holy Ghost, the anointing to destroy, the anointing to break the yoke, to destroy the burden is being lifted in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, when God lifted up his hands, he sent many different sufferings, diseases, problems to afflict the Egyptians. He overthrew their chariots in the Red Sea. When God lifted up his hands, Egypt felt power. Tonight, the power of God. Now let me tell you something. You have tried many things. You know it yourself. You have tried. But there's something that you have not tried. You have not tried the power of God. Amen? 
the power of God. The power of God. The power of God. Every power. Look at Malachi chapter 4 and verse 3. Everything that is fighting you, everything that has fought you, every enemy that is in your life is being crushed tonight. By the power. Hallelujah. And ye shall tread down the wicked. For there shall be ashes under the sole of your feet in the day that I shall do this, said the Lord. God says, and they will come that I'll rise up against your enemies and they shall become ashes under your feet. And today is the day. Poverty shall be crushed. Failure shall be crushed. Crying shall be crushed. Chronic diseases is crushed. Lack of progress is crushed. In the name of Jesus. Any burden in your life. Stumbling blocks. Barriers are crushed by the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of the Lord Jesus. For there shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this. And today is the day. Listen. Unless you yourself want to go with that problem, that problem cannot go to the house with you. And just in case the problem decides to go home with you, God will deal with them like the Egyptians. The Bible says that when the people of Israel left, Pharaoh said to his people, what mistake have we done? We have made our slaves to get away. And so they rose up to pursue them. But you see, God said, I will harden his heart for him to follow you into the sea. We are finishing all the problems. But there are some problems who dare to follow you to the house. And the same power that destroyed the Egyptians will destroy them also. The Bible says in Exodus chapter 14 from verse 10, from verse 10, look at it. Quickly. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes and behold, the Egyptians marched after them and they were so afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. And then, and they said unto Moses, Behold, were there no graves in Egypt? Has thou taken us? Has thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore has thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we spoke to you? Verse 13. And Moses said unto them, Fear ye not. Stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord. Which you showed to you today for the Egyptians. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see them again no more forever. Are you clapping your hands for Jesus? By the power of the Holy Ghost, receive the power of the Holy Ghost. Receive the anointing. May the anointing begin to work in your life right now. May problems dissolve. May problems disappear.
may Venice be taken away from you in the name of the Lord Jesus receive the blessing of the Lord receive your deliverance receive your healing in the name of Jesus by the anointing of the Holy Ghost for the yoke shall be broken because of the anointing yeah any problem that will try there to follow you to the house will experience this and he said I like God he said you shall see them he didn't say no more he said you shall see them again no more forever who said who said sometimes problem na ese ko bakakrateo koko bi a ese oba bi wa fa koko drosa ese ko but but when the anointing of God <laughs> is it the power of the herbal medicine you cannot compare it to the power of the anointing tonight the anointing shall destroy every yoke in your life and the problem the yoke, the burden the stumbling block, the oppression the subjection the chain, the slavery that has held you down, you shall see that that problem no more forever. For whom the Son has set free is free indeed. For whom the Son of God has set free is free indeed. Amen. So the people of Israel, they experience, please sit down, the yoke of oppression, the yoke of subjection, and the yoke of servitude. But God lifted up a strong hand and destroyed that yoke. He destroyed that yoke. Another yoke is the yoke is uh, the yoke of poverty and indebtedness. It's a yoke. It's a yoke. Poverty is a yoke. I can't wash it. When you are poor, you live in places that you don't want to live there. You live in a house that you don't want to live. Yeah. You are living in a house where there are 105 people. With one bathroom. No door to it. So you have to determine that as early as about 1 a.m. you have to get up to go and bath. If you don't want certain things to be exposed to everybody. It's a free for all. It's a yoke. Poverty causes you to eat food that you don't want to eat. No, no, no. Your, your shoe that you are wearing is not because you don't want to change it all. But it is... Mm-hmm.
That's why you don't pray. That's why you don't come to church. That's why you are not doing anything in church. Because Jesus said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these other things shall be added. But you don't come to church, you are not seeking God. Because you are trusting in other things. That is why your life is the way it is. It is time for you to begin to trust the Lord. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man whose trust is in the Lord. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man whose trust is in the Lord. He said, if the Lord doesn't help you, from where can I help you? From the wine press. Continue. Then he asked her, what is the matter? She answered, this woman said to me, give up your son so we may eat him today. And tomorrow we will eat my son. That was how bad things have generated. There is no mother here who would like to boil your son to eat. No matter how poor. That, that is why our elders say, yeah. Mothers, there may be nothing in the house, but somehow they will find something. There may be nothing, but they will find something. They will find something. Hallelujah. Amen. Continue. So we cooked my son and ate him. The next day I said to her, give up your son so we may eat him, but he has hidden him. That is, that is how bad things have become. And here I yoko, joko, 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 joko. Look, no, no offense. But, Sika wudi ba ye wuti. I know that wudi ye wwa. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know that wudi ye wwa. You don't think so far. Oh, but thanks be to God, who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Lift up your voice and shout, Yeah! For the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. If God is your shepherd, I come to declare to you that if God, if Jehovah is your shepherd, you shall not want. The days of hunger have come to an end today. The days of lack, the days that you are, you are broke. The days that you don't have money, the days of your sovereign have come to an end because the yoke of poverty shall be broken, shall be destroyed because of the anointing. If you are happy about that, I want you to lift up your voice, clap your hands, and shout to the Lord with the voice of triumph. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. 
He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Now, thou anointed my head with oil and my cup runneth over. Watch this. That way, thou anointest. The word anointed is the word dashem. And it's time for fatness. Fruitfulness. You are going to be fat after today. You are going to flourish after today. Your bones shall be filled after today in the name of Jesus. The yoke of poverty shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Shout, yeah! Somebody shout, hey! Somebody say, hey! Somebody say, hey! decided to do something about this poverty situation through the anointing on Elijah. Second Kings chapter 7. Second Kings chapter 7. Then Elijah shall hear ye the word of the Lord. That said the Lord tomorrow about this time. Now this is 24 hour miracle. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Two Tuesdays ago, two Tuesdays or three Tuesdays ago, three Tuesdays, I declared in my church a three-week period of miracles. Eh? The following day, I started getting test messages. Miracles were flying from all over. Tomorrow by this time, there's a 24-hour miracle. Because the anointing has started working again. That job will come tomorrow. That money will arrive tomorrow. In the name of Jesus. A certain chronic disease. When you go check it. It's gone. Tomorrow by this time. A measure of flour. Shall be sold for a shekel. And two measures of belly for a shekel. In the gate of Samaria. Hey, how can it be? How can, it is possible because of the anointing. Look, believe in the power of God. Believe in the power of God. For the Lord thy God in the midst of day is mighty. The Lord thy God in the midst of day. There's a song. This kind God do. I never see his kind do. Come on, sing it. This kind God do. Blessed be your holy name. This kind God do. This kind God do. 
chapter 7 and verse 2. Watch this. Then a Lord on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, Behold, Abba, Abba, so for whom? If the Lord will make windows in heaven, my destiny be. And he said, Behold, thou shalt see it with thy eyes. Thou shalt see it with thy eyes. Look, will you also have enough money to buy a new shoe? Thou shalt see it with thy eye. Will you also have money to pay your school fees? Thou shalt see it. Now, when I ask the question, you must reply, I will see it with my eyes. Will you also get money for engagement? Will you also get money to marry? Will you also get money to buy a ticket? Will you also get money to buy a land? Will you also get money to buy to build a house? Two bedroom house, three bedroom house, four bedroom house, five bedroom house, a mansion. Will you also? Now listen. Now listen. Today, don't forget, when you step your house, say, I'm seeing it with my eyes. And then, begin to say the things. I can do it. Will you remember? Now, this is a prophetic direction. I want you. in the office of the prophet now and I'm saying when you enter your house begin to declare say I will see it with my eyes and then begin now to mention the things that you see I think it was two years ago that we brought bags. How many of you remember? Can I see by hand some people that when you brought the bags, God, as the year went by, put things in the bags. Can I see? Can I see? One, one brother was just telling me this evening. He said, Bishop, do you remember that bag? I said, yes. He said, everything that my wife, because I made it to write some things into the bag. Do you remember? Everything that my wife wrote and put in that bag and brought up here, God answered all without one. He said the one had to do with her job. For some reason, over the years, 
She will even train people and then they will place the people above her. It went on for a long time. Until he said recently, the boss at the place called the meeting and said, we have been making some mistakes over the years. And they said, what is the mistake? He said, the mistake is that we have been putting people above this person. It has been a mistake. Then he said, from today, I've reversed all that. Everybody here, I'm putting her above you. But the anointing of the Holy Ghost, you pursue, you overtake, and you shall recover all. Shout, I shall recover all. You have delayed in having children. And so we speak into your life. By the anointing of the Holy Ghost, you are going for twins. You are going for triplets. At, at one, you are finished. I said at one, you are finished. Receive it by the power of the Holy Ghost. Same home there, you know. We shall be careful. Sometimes some of the things that you say, we know there's God, but some of the things are outrageous. 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 So. But listen, God decided to sort out the poverty situation. You know, listen to me tonight. Be patient and listen to the word of God. As I preach the word of God, the power of God is going to break yokes in your life. How many of you are ready to wait on the Lord? For they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and they shall not faint. They shall walk and they shall not be weary. You see, the anointing, one of the things that you can compare the anointing with is wine. The effect. The effect. Yeah, the effect. And the people who drink, they say that you have to take your time. Take your time. Yeah. With your point, Mr. Pastor Michael. And the wife glorified what you are saying. Now, a boat is a fish. Yeah. So I hear that when you enter the bar and the mommy talks, you just take it. The people realize that you don't know how to drink. Yeah. They take it gradually. They chat. They talk about useless things. <laughs> to allow the thing to build up. So that is why the scripture says, say, who has woes? 
who has contentions, who has babblings, who has redness of eyes. It is they that tarry long at the wine. So we should allow the anointing to have its effect. Amen? By the time I finish preaching the word and the oil hits your head, boom, your yoke will vanish. Yeah, to vanish. Today we are going to experience a vanishing anointing. We are not sending anything home. And any problem that will dare to follow us home, the anointing that came upon the the people of Israel to destroy and to overthrow the chariots of the Egyptians, it will happen. Now, God is a wonderful God. Do you know how God sorted out this problem? He used lepers. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. And there were four leprous men at the entry in of the gate, and they said one to another, why sit we here until we die? If we say we we'll enter into the city, then the famine is in the city. And, and we shall die there. And if we sit here, we will die also. Now therefore come and let us fall into the host of the Syrians. Or die, be die. If they save us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall but die. Or die, be die. You see, listen. One of the things that you must do is to walk in faith. Yes. Now, the secular people, they say, take a risk. Take a risk. Eh? But the scripture says, have faith. Take steps of faith. They say, look, let's take a step of faith. Why, why are we sitting there? We will die. Eh? And they rose up in the twilight to go into the camp of the Syrians. And when they were come to the utmost part of the camp of Syria, behold, there was no man there. For the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and a noise of horses, even the noise of a great host. And they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel had hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. Wherefore they arose and fled in the twilight and left their tents and their horses and their asses, even the camp as it was, and fled for their lives. And when these lepers came to the utmost part of the camp, they went into one tent and they did eat and drink and carried their silver and gold and raiment and went and hid it and came again and entered into another tent and carried them also and went and hid it. Then they said one to another, We do not well. This day is a day of good tidings and we hold our peace. If we tarry to the morning light, some mischief will come upon us. Now therefore come, that we may go and tell the king's household. So they came and called unto the port of the city and told him, saying, We came to the camp of the Syrians and behold, there was no man there, neither voice of man, but horses tied and asses tied and the tents as they were. And he called the porters and they told it to the king's house within. But the king was an unbeliever. And the king arose in the night and said unto his servant, I will now show you what the Syrians have done to us. They know that we will be hungry. Therefore are they gone out of the camp to hide themselves in the field, saying, when they come out of the city, we shall catch them alive and get into the city. It's like they have trapped us. That is how your mind works in the church. 
as I'm saying, that you have to sow a seed to activate that mountain, you say, ah, ah, I told you. I told you. I told you. They want our money. But God said, the silver and the cattle on the thousand hills, they are mine. And if I were hungry, I will not ask you. God doesn't need your money. The problem is that the money that you have is not enough for you. You need to sow it so that God will bless you with good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over. That's how God caused men to give unto you. Amen? Eh? And one of his servants answered and said, Let some take, I pray thee, five of the horses that remain, which are left in the city. Behold, they are as all the multitude of Israel that are left in it. Behold, I say, they are even as all the multitude of Israel that are Israelite that are consumed. And let us send and see. They took therefore two chariot horses, and the king sent after, after the host of the Syrians, saying, Go and see. And they went after them unto Jordan. And lo, all the way was full of garments and vessels, which the Syrians had cast away in their haste. And the messengers returned and told the king. And the people went out and spoiled the tent of the Syrians. So a measure of fine flour was sold for a shekel and two measures of belly for a shekel according to the word of the Lord. Are you clapping your hands for the Lord? You see, by the anointing on Elisha's life, God orchestrated a supernatural abundance. And he used lepers. Where is the drama? I need the base, the base, hit the base. Now, the Bible says, watch this, that the, the serious were in their camp. And these poor lepers, they were even afraid. Maybe they were even tiptoeing. But every time they tiptoe, they tiptoe, they tiptoe. I needed to hit the ground with my feet. Every time they tiptoe, they tiptoe, they tiptoe. The Bible said that God amplified. soldiers were coming. And he put the fear of God in them and the friend. And left everything that they had. That is the power of God. Outside, are you here? I can't hear you. Outside, give the Lord a shout. Inside, give the Lord a shout. Balconies, give the Lord a shout. Everybody lift up your voice and give the Lord a shout. A shout. A shout. The power of God. Anointing affected the steps of the lepers. Amen. 
the enemy of poverty has run away from you right now. Now, you didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. I said the burden of poverty, the yoke of poverty has run away from you because of the anointing. Because of the anointing. Because of the anointing. Because of the anointing. In the name of Jesus. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. And his burden shall be taken off your shoulder. And his yoke from off thy neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed. The yoke of poverty. It was broken. It was broken. The yoke of indebtedness. It can be broken by the power of the Holy Ghost. There was a woman, sit down. There was a widow. His husband had died. Second Kings chapter 4. She was a widow. The husband was a prophet who had died. And she was in debt. Look after the man of God. Church, look after the, the man of God. So that after we have preached, do you understand it? We don't die in poverty. Bishop Ogo should not die in poverty in the church. He should not walk in poverty and lack. We must make sure that he doesn't lack. And she called upon the prophet of God and said, now there cried a certain one of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying that thy servant, thy husband is dead, and thou knowest that the servant, thy servant did fear the Lord. And the creditor is come to take unto him my, my two sons into slavery. A yoke is slavery. And the man of God said, what do you have? She said, I have a little pot of oil. And the man of God said, okay, go around and borrow pots from the neighbors and enter your room and shut your door and begin to pour into the borrowed pots. As you pour, there will be four. Every time one is full, put it aside. And so the Bible says, and when thou art coming, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and shall pour into all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out. And it came to pass, when the vessels were full, that she said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more. And the oil stayed. Now, wait. Wait. Wait, what was happening? The power, the anointing of God was destroying the poverty and the indebtedness in the life of the woman. What, what, what causes you to take an empty pot? And then when you put a little oil in it, it becomes full. That is the power of God. That is the power that Jesus demonstrated in John chapter 2. When they said that the wine is finished, I said, okay, take vessels and fill them with, 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 and begin to take out of it. It turned out to be the best wine. The power of God. Believe in the power of God. Believe in the anointing of the Holy Ghost to change your circumstances. The time has come for you to try the power of God. The time has come for you to try the power. You have been trying all sorts of powers. At one yama. The other time I saw a signboard. 
Elijah, uh, Elijah Baba, fear God. <laughs> Come for powers. And some of you have been going to Elijah Baba, fear God. One of my friends was telling that even now they send test messages. They say for, for, for husband, for wife, and then even if, if you want your church to grow. Now, but listen to me. All these are powers. And they exist. But the power, but God is called Almighty. All. Almighty. In other words, when you put all the mighty things there, the one that, 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 that cancels all of them out. Is God. Brothers and sisters, let us move in this power of the Holy Ghost. We have so much power available to us. We have so much power. Jesus said, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. I give you power over all the powers of the enemy. Hallelujah. Her, her, her lack of money, her indebtedness disappeared immediately. Are you clapping your hands for the Lord? Amen. Another yoke is the yoke of demonic suppression. Demonic activities. Demonic oppression. Demonic oppression. The madman of Gadara. The madman of Gadara. The Bible says, Mark chapter 5, eh? legions of demons had afflicted him. That was a yoke. For a man to leave his home and go and sleep at the cemetery and cut himself with stones and cry and nobody could control him trying to kill himself that is a demonic yoke but watch me the bible said that nobody could control him until one day he came across Jesus and immediately he came across Jesus he ran and fell before Jesus and started pleading he met the anointing. He met the anointing. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all them that were afflicted of the devil. Oh God, it's with him. All them that were afflicted of the devil. Look, a lot of the things that are happening in your life is, a, is because of demonic activities. You can't sleep. It's demonic activities. You can't think. Yeah. You can't think. Eh? Demonic bondage. Some of you are in demonic bondage. Like the, the woman in Luke chapter, Luke chapter 13 who was, who was bowed down for 18 years. That was the, the yoke of demonic affliction. Some of you are into drugs. You can't go away from the drugs. That is a yoke. But the anointing will break that yoke today. Some of you, you are into lesbian relationships. You love the Lord. 
No, you really love the Lord. You love the Lord. But you get yourself involved in things like that. You are homosexual. And you love the Lord. You really love the Lord. But you keep going back to it. You see, you are under demonic oppression and suppression. What you need is an encounter with the power of God. And tonight, that demon that has taken over your mind, taken over your body, taken over your life, that demon shall be destroyed because of the anointing in the name of Jesus. Tonight, we speak to demons of afflictions, demons of madness, demons of diseases, demons of psychiatric problems, demons of lesbianism, homosexuality, in the name of Jesus, leave the people of God, in the name of Jesus, leave the people of God, in the name of Jesus, leave the people of God, in the name of Jesus, leave the people of God, in Jesus name. The Bible says of the madman of Gadara that when the people came and saw him in his right mind and seated and clothed, what was it that made him to sit, to be his right mind and to be dressed nicely? He came into contact with the anointing that was operating in the life of Jesus. The anointing that was operating in the life of Jesus destroyed the yoke of demonic oppression. Night, there is no yoke, no chain, no shortcoming, no no stumbling block that is that is allowed to continue to afflict your life because of the anointing tonight. The yoke in your life is broken. Some of you don't know how to use money. Sit down, please. No, you don't know how to use money. You get money and you waste the money. No, you, you waste it. You get a lot of money, but you cannot account for the money. Demon thieves. Demon thieves. And, and demons of foolishness. Yeah, when you get money, the first thing you think about is the most expensive designer suit. You have about 20. And a winner times when she. Now I talk about 120. I'm a wife. You are under the affliction of Jimmy Hume. Amen. There are some brothers who marry. When you get money, you spread all the sisters. And the sisters, so I won't come. 
omo ntima but see jimi ehome no ema wo spread your you are free from every jimi ehome in the name of jesus when you get money first place papa ye with kokotan papa ye your mom and mo bear three plates kosua bear 36 akoko bear 12 aden what about them what about them what about them but that spirit of foolishness that spirit of madness leads you tonight in the name of Jesus shout yes Asafo Asafo yeah oh was destroyed. When he came into contact with the anointing on Jesus' name, the yoke that kept the woman bowed down, restricted. She couldn't, she couldn't move. She couldn't go to school. She couldn't trade. She couldn't do business. She couldn't start a church. Nobody wanted to marry her. She was oppressed for 18 years until she came into contact with the anointing. That was on Jesus. And Jesus said, Woman, thou art loose. I came to tell somebody that because of the anointing, you are loose from that situation. You are loose from your burden. You are loose from that chronic disease. That chronic problem. From your poverty. From your barrenness. From your lack of spirituality. You are loose from your prayerlessness in the name of the Lord Jesus. You are loose from the spirit of drug addiction homosexuality lesbianism in the name of Jesus you are loose from the demon of masturbation in the name of Jesus alcoholism in the name of Jesus 
chronic smoking in the name of Jesus you are loose you are loose from the demon that causes you to lose money the demon that causes you to take foolish decisions Jehoshaphat no not Jehoshaphat the other king what was his name eh Ahab Ahab yeah God wanted to destroy him and permitted an evil spirit to go and lie to him go to war. So there are evil spirits that can advise you to do the wrong things. Yeah. Now listen. Sit down, sit down please. Listen, look at me. Look at me. Now, listen. When it comes to Christians, listen carefully. A genuine child of God Filled with the spirit of the Holy Ghost. Walking with God. Cannot be possessed by demons. You see, demonic possession means that the demon now has taken over your spirit. That cannot happen. Why? Because of the Holy Spirit that is in you. But demons can afflict Christians. They can suppress Christians. They can oppress Christians. They cannot possess them. But they can afflict them. They can suppress them. So a lot of Christians walk under demonic affliction, demonic suppression, demonic suppression, and oppression. That is why you do some of the things that you do. Oh yeah. Masturbation. You, you can't, you cannot do without it even one day. No, come to think about it. Come to think about it. Why are you? Why are you? Why are you? Why are you? Why now why she bematu? Bematu and yes. So and no not me pin one. What's all Peter? Yanko pong ebbo or bar to say any effect. A round kama. Or nantia or so so. Kama. Inti bema umwana wonjuru. Plus, and it's like a one of us who are you? Baby say, Oh, maybe so said, Baby say, Oh. So and no now me 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 Baby say You see, so the so the fact that we are Christian we are doing that is because a demon is oppressing you. How many of you now understand it? So you see, don't accept it. Resist the devil. And you flee from you. Whenever you have those feelings, stand and say, I'm the righteousness of God. 
I am I walk in the holiness of God. I am I am sanctified. I am the child of God. I am the daughter of God. I am the son of God. I have the Holy Ghost in me. In the name of Jesus, go away from me. Spirit of masturbation, spirit of lesbianism, spirit of homosexuality. Resist it. And the Bible said that resist the devil and he will flee from you. How many of you have understood it? It's demonic. It's demonic. Yeah. About to know one who knows why it is. Babema Tony. Ah. About to know who I am. Your problem, I know the hormonal and physiological and biological. Because, 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 Yakupombo Adam, who said it is not good for a man to be alone. No, Boban. So I said, to bring So I said, but one more bear my Adam, or Bah Edinima Adam. It is the fact that you are attracted to other men. It's a sign that a demon. You know, God is delivering people to. Just, just before, just before I left my room. I don't know, there's a thought that just came to me. Homosexuality and lesbianism. Yeah. And it is common among Christians now. But because of the anointing, you are delivered from that yoke right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Another yoke is the yoke of diseases, sicknesses, and infirmity. Infirmity, sicknesses, diseases. Eh? Some pain that just comes on and off. You don't know where it comes from. It gets hold of your head, you begin to spin. For years, you are happy and sending your stomach. A lot of demons, a lot of diseases are because of demonic affliction. Yeah. 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 You say, why do you say so? The madman of Gadara, Jesus cast out demons. The man in Matthew 17 who brought the son with the epilepsy, Jesus cast out demons. They brought a young boy who had the spirit of uh, deafness and darkness, and Jesus cast out the spirit. When Jesus saw the woman who couldn't walk and was bowed down, he said, Thou art loose from that infirmity. A lot of diseases. That afflict Christians are because of demons. Understand it very well. Amen? And it is a yoke. There is this pain. You have done everything for the last 12 years. It will not go. You've gone to every hospital. They've done scan. They say there's nothing. They've done, but you know that it is, it is a yoke. It's a yoke. And that yoke shall be broken tonight. That 
pain leaves you. That swelling leaves you. That thing on your eye, it leaves you. In the name of Jesus. And the healing takes place because of the anointing. Look at Luke chapter 5 and verse 17. Luke chapter 5 and verse 17. And it came to pass on a certain day, as he was teaching, that there were Pharisees and doctors, doctors of the Lord sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. And the power, verse 18, and behold, men brought in a bed, a man which was taken with palsy, and they sought means to bring in him and to lay him before him. And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went upon the housetop and let down through the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said unto him, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to say, verse 22, But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered unto them, He answered unto them, What reason ye in your hearts? Whether it's easier to say that thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Rise up and walk. But that he may know that the Son of Man had power on earth to forgive sins, he said unto the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise, take up thy couch, and go into thy house. And immediately he arose up before them, and took up that whereon he lay, and departed to, to his own house, glorifying God. But, but, but what was it that brought the healing? The Bible said, And the power of the Lord was present to heal. The anointing it was the anointing that broke the yoke of paralysis in the life of this man. It was the anointing that brought healing to the blind eyes of uh, uh, what was the name of that man? Bartimaeus. Yeah. It was the anointing that broke the yoke of, of bleeding from the woman of the issue of blood. The Bible says that when she touched him, Immediately, the problem solved. And Jesus said, I feel that something, some of the oil has been moved. Today, may you move some of the oil from the life of Jesus. Get ready to be healed of chronic diseases tonight. Chronic afflictions, menstrual problems, barrenness, blindness, pain in the ears, deafness, Every type of pain, every swelling in your body, in the name of Jesus, fibrous, we speak to fibrous to disappear, we speak to breast lumps, breast cancers, cancers of the cervix to disappear in the name of Jesus. A lady stood in a miracle service at the Colorado Cathedral. Many years ago, I was praying for the sick. And she had fibroids. Yeah, you, are, you are a specialist in women's diseases. To the size, the size of the fibroid was like that of an eight-month pregnancy. Yeah. Recently, recently, I went to the theater. A lady was being operated. 
for five words. When they took out the five words, the fibroid notes, I was shocked. And I said, how can this be in a human being? Big. Several of them. Big. 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 That is why her stomach, this person was big. I saw her stomach very big. I said, it's not good. Where is the doctor? But this lady, she was standing in herself. I'm talking about the anointing that breaks the yoke of diseases and infirmities. Cancers. Tonight, we command cancers to be healed in the name of Jesus. We command cancers to be healed. Anybody that has been diagnosed with cancer here, I don't care what the doctor said. For with God, all things are possible. I declare to you that you shall not die, but you shall live to declare the goodness of the Lord. This afternoon, you missed something. When we got out of the office, and I went towards the car park, and I was coming back, I was walking with um, with Doctor Go. Doctor Go. Just this afternoon, and a lady rushed to me and greeted us. And as I was going, he said, "Bishop, you have forgotten me." You have forgotten me. And she's pregnant now. As she's talking to me, she's talking to us, she's pregnant. He said, you have forgotten me. I said, please remind me. He said, I am the one that you met at Kolebu, the CT scan place, when they had diagnosed me with cancer. And he said, you prayed for me, and you said to me that I shall live. And she said, look at me. Just this afternoon, she was diagnosed, I think, with cancer of the cells. And today, not only is she alive, but she said, look at me. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. And then as we're going, we should go look at her and said, this will not be the last one. This will not be the last one. Listen. God is an amazing God. Pastor Hogley, this lady with the eight months pregnant, eight months old, in the course of the prayer, the five words vanished. But I told you, Isaiah 59 verse 9 verse 19 Isaiah 59 verse 19 Quickly I told Isaiah 59 verse 19 So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun When the enemy shall come in like a flood the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him Now that word standard in the Hebrew means to vanish. In other words, the Holy Spirit, when it appears, any problem that is there will just have to vanish. 
That is why the eight month size fibroid vanished. And the good news is that that same power is here tonight. Because Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forevermore. Why don't you clap your hands and give the Lord a shout? Onyamie! Oh! 
diseases, infirmities. Jesus is a specialist. Tonight, in whichever area the disease is, Jesus is a specialist. If it is the eye, no problem. Yeah. Psychiatric disease, no problem. Women's problems, every kinds of women's problems tonight. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. Breast cancer. It's not a problem. Lamps in the breast. I've seen so many lamps in the bed disappearing. I've seen women who for some reason have stopped bleeding. Young women having menses and right at the service the bleeding starts. The menses starts. Hallelujah. And as I end, let me end with the yoke of death. Death. This is the most terrible yoke. This is the most terrible yoke. And tonight as we stand here, for many of you in your lives, many things have died. Or died. Businesses that are dying Profits have been going down and down. Customers have been running away. Your business was working. Until now things have dried out. Your finances have died. And are dying. Your marriage is dying. Your relationship is dying. Things are dying in your life. Your church is dying. Your anointing is diminishing. I don't know why you like standing. Please sit. Things are dying. Things are dying. There are many people here who are afraid. You are afraid. Because what is in your hands is slipping out. You can see it. You can see it. Your health is slipping out. Your sight is becoming demand. But you're a young person. You can't see. You can't see. You can't hear. Your womb is dead. It doesn't bear fruit. The yoke of death has affected your life. Now listen to me. Tonight, the anointing, the anointing shall destroy the spirit of death in every area of your life. Can I have an amen? Can I have a believing amen? Jairus ran to Jesus and said, please come and heal my daughter. She's at the point of death. And I like Jesus. He said, I'll come. The only person who never ran away from death all the time was Jesus. 
as he was going, the woman of the issue of blood crossed him. Crossed him. By the time he finished with the woman of the issue of blood, Mark chapter 5, verse 35. Mark chapter 5, verse 35. Verse 35. While he yet speak, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house, certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master any further? Because death is full stop. Death is finality. I say agree. That is why they say, I dare not. I say. Why troublest the master? Listen, people are asking you. You have gone to hospital, leave it. You have been praying about the problem, leave it. Stop praying to God about it. Try some malam somewhere. Try some juju man somewhere. Try alaji baba, fear God. We want to say to those people, we believe in God. We believe in God. He's the Alpha and the Omega. Yes. He's the Alpha Omega. The beginning and the end. He spirit. Because the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Now, when lions catch a prey and they are eating, you have to be very careful to go close. Yeah. They are eating gently and to get close. The people who like you the animals who like to die are nice. And you see that the, the lion just oh, then they will back away. Today, that disease in your in your life, that problem in your life, that yoke in your life, I see the lion of the tribe of Judah roaring. Oh! 
disease is disappearing. The problem is disappearing. The yoke is disappearing. In the name of Jesus. Shout. Ah! I want you to roar against your promise. Ah! I, I can't see you do that. As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. Listen to me. The doctors have given you how many years? Do not be afraid. They are giving you how many months? Do not be afraid. They say that both tubes, both of your tubes are blocked. You cannot have children. Be not afraid. Who created the tubes? Now that's the question I want to ask you. Who created the tubes? Who created? Yeah. Somebody died and went to heaven. And was taken to a place like a warehouse. When he went there, he saw human parts. Eyes, hands, legs, stomachs, everything in heaven. He said, what are these things? He said, oh, replacement. 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 Receive your replacement tonight in the name of Jesus. I said, receive your replacement tonight in the name of Jesus. Okay, but let me tell you something. They say your tubes are blocked. You can't have a child. Watch me. God can let you conceive at the back of your knees. At the back of your knees.